0: a playlist original
1: hey what's up it's your host Tori and who is ready to be petty welcome back to another episode of RTBB. i'm so glad you're here and like a little personal update because Christy from X Knows All is always pushing me to share more. <laughs> I got back from another spa weekend. I feel like I'm really becoming a spa girly and some of it is documented on my TikTok at our TBP podcast, but I had such a lovely weekend soaking in mineral pools, walking along the beach, eating really good food. Um, just having a really good time. It was called Tynamara. It's mid-island on Vancouver Island and it is so 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 beautiful up there. I'm really stoked what's happening on the Patreon. This coming week I am interviewing Janelle Brown for our book club but I'm also covering some trending pop culture stories because I know not everyone reads the book which like It's okay. We're not that type of book club. (laughs) And next week, I have Leah Russo from the Ashley and Jessica cast on. And we are talking about reality TV stars slash actresses who tried to launch a pop music career, but like inevitably failed. Think Lucy Hale, Paris Hilton, uh, Leighton Meester, all of those girls. So I'm very, very excited to cover that. I also want to give a shout out to Brie Myself and I, You are literally beautiful inside and out, and I want to thank you so much for supporting the patron. I know, I think you came my way through Sophie, Sophie James, and I'm so thrilled that you decided to stick around. And then Holly, my fellow Canadian. I feel like we're going to connect over Degrassi one of these days. But (laughs) you are so kind and so funny. And I just appreciate you being part of the ready-to-be-petty Patreon so much. Before we get to today's episode, I want to share a little promo from the girls at the ROM complex. Sam and Shelby are covering Bridgerton all the juicy goss of Bridgerton over on their Patreon which they launched in the fall just like me and I just feel like if you love romance novels like me and you're into rom-coms also like me I would fucking never watch a movie outside of the rom-com genre um the rom Complex is the next pod you should check out Hey Sam, do you love rom-coms? Absolutely not, they're the worst. What? Just kidding. Oh. They're my favorite thing in the whole world. <laughs> yeah, I love them too. But uh, my love life has uh, not turned out the way these movies say that it will.
0: <laughs> Just, <laughs> I guess put it that way.
1: Well, which do you think came first? The rom-com or our weird ways of thinking about love and romance? Well, that's a real chicken or egg scenario. And it seems like something maybe someone should talk about. Uh, maybe us. Maybe <gasps> in podcast form. Oh my god, you're so right. Each week on the Rom Complex, we pick a topic and then we chat. About the romance movies that have affected our lives for better or for worse, mostly for worse. It's the Rom Complex with Shelby Sweeterman and Sam Frontera coming soon. 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 <laughs> I'm doing it in whale. Oh soon. yes. Ah yes. The love language of the Whales? water. Yeah, the love <laughs> <laughs> Whale. The love language of the water. <laughs> Okay, everybody, it is time to get to the show. Here is my conversation with Hannah Zuck. I'm back with a very special guest, Hannah Zuck, aka at Pop on TikTok. Hannah, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm good. It's really nice to meet you. I found your TikTok probably like six months. When did I reach out? Probably like November or something like that. So I probably found your, your TikTok like six months ago and I'm like okay I'm obsessed with those girls takes she should come (laughs) on the podcast so I'm so glad you're here
0: oh I appreciate it so much I am so glad to be here yes pop culture everything on TikTok I used to be one of those people where I'd be like I need to niche down super heavily on TikTok I'm gonna be Mm -hmm. this this and this and then I found myself like needing to have my take on everything so now I'm just it's it's loose yeah but a little bit of this a little bit of that
1: yeah I love it well that's the same with this podcast and literally exactly. everything Like, I've been taking some like podcast courses online and like you know I listen to like other podcasts about making podcasts and they're like niche down niche down niche down and I'm like I fucking can't like- I know
0: I would I would whenever I was niche down I was probably finding more quote-unquote success I can't do it yeah. it's whenever yeah. I'm like does this fit within this box? I'd rather just talk about what I want to talk about. Totally.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Because also it's a creative outlet for our like, yeah. I sometimes I like I guess that's from like a marketing and like business perspective, people want you to niche down, but like just in terms of like being creative and being like inspired or interested. Like I just want to talk about the things I want to talk about.
0: <laughs> exactly. Imagine being with your friends and being like. I actually can't talk about this. TV is not within my niche.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I actually don't know anything about this. It's outside of my niche. Yeah. Like no normal person would say that. What got you into TikTok and, well, first, what got you into pop culture? And then what got you into like wanting to make TikToks?
0: Sure. So I feel like I was so embarrassed as a child because I loved pop culture. Specifically, I was like a Hunger Games girly. Hunger Games girly. Dance Moms, Girly, Wizards of Waverly Place,
1: however, okay. <laughs> yes, yeah. like, th-
0: very random, really those random.
1: were I respected. um, One Direction, but, yes,
0: I just felt embarrassed about it, I was, like, yeah. a very, I was always told that I was mature as a child, so I, like, thought I needed to act the part, mm-hmm. so I was just, like, internalizing all of this, like, fangirl-ism, and mm-hmm. then as an adult, I was, like, this is so lame for me to not Express my interests, oh so my I feel God, like yes. I've gone into the opposite direction, and now I just same. can't shut up about it.
1: Okay, I literally am obsessed with this because I feel like again, same trajectory as RTBP. It was like I was so into Twilight and like just embar, like quote unquote, embarrassing stuff as a teenager. That like even sometimes I still get embarrassed like at work and stuff. Like today, okay. I was in like a work check-in because we had yesterday off because it was a yes. weekend. So today so, was hell. Yeah, today was the worst <laughs> day of my life. And the first thing I had was a team check-in with my co-workers. And they're like, what did you do this weekend? And our check-in question, because we always pick like a certain check-in question. Yeah. Was, was there an activity as a child that you still do as an adult? So everyone was like. You know, like skating, singing, like that type of stuff. And I was like, reading, like, I would, I, this long weekend, like, I stayed in bed till, you know, 11 or 12, which mm-hmm. I normally never do, reading a book. And then they're like, oh, what did you read? And I was like, like literally, like don't ask novel. me that <laughs> yes, guys, how fucking dare you like you know I wasn't reading like anything like how dare graphic. you
0: expand on my interest that I just expressed that's my like, business
1: <laughs> literally but then I was like after like t- like the automatic thought of like don't say anything this is yeah. embarrassing I was just like literally the book was called like sizzle or something and it was pure smut like let's just <laughs> let's just talk about it like As it could be yeah like I don't know it's just it is very especially with the fangirl like stigma and stuff like that it's just very easy to like hide away all your interests but it's yeah so much easier when you just embrace it like when people ask me like I remember as a teenager people like what type of music do you listen to and I used to have to be like oh like indie like pop and it's just like No, Britney Spears, high school musical, Miley Cyrus, like
0: Exactly, exactly. And once you embrace that and like push against it. And then once you realize that like no young girl is allowed to like have any interests without it being (laughs) critiqued, then you're like, let me actually push against this in the opposite direction. Yeah. Like it's so crazy to me. I wonder if young girls feel like, they can enjoy pop culture now. You know what I mean? Like, on TikTok and stuff. I hope that they do. Now, yeah. with that being said, TikTok is a cesspool of negativity and, false takes, and you have to worry about those other things, but maybe mm-hmm. they can at least, you know, enjoy Harry Styles while they're <laughs> having to ingest the terrible takes.
1: Truly. But it's also interesting that, like, Harry Styles, it's like you couldn't like him in a boy band, but now you can like him now that he's, like, a serious artist. Like, It is just yeah it's so interesting and like I think you're right that people are less embarrassed like there was such a Twilight Renaissance period and like even Hunger Games and like stuff like that I definitely think it's less quote-unquote embarrassing but I'm sure there's like still another version of that just that we don't know. (laughs) One
0: thousand percent one thousand percent. Or it's, like, not made for us. I always think, now I'm getting up onto a tangent, I'm sorry.
1: No, that's that's also this podcast.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But, like, with the kissing booth and that type of thing. And, you know, you see all the backlash about that. It's a horrible movie. Joey King and Jacob Elordi are awful, blah, 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 blah. They also are making a movie for 12 year olds. Yes, like, maybe it's yeah, just not for not us. For <laughs>
1: totally, 100%. Yeah, what was I watching the other day that I was like, I feel like this is not made for me. Yeah, I can't, <laughs> it'll come to me, but like, I was just like, this clearly wasn't made for me, but that's okay. Was exactly. it the summer I turned pretty? something lana, like that lana condor yeah like or, yeah maybe it was when i was watching to all the boys i loved before yeah maybe i don't know but i was like i know that this isn't for me but i'm, I'm enjoying it nonetheless
0: exactly or you don't enjoy it and then you move right along yeah you
1: yeah literally you can just move on <laughs> <laughs> okay let's get into our topics for today literally this whole uh um, Oh, line was crafted by hannah which was like such a treat most times i'm like hey what do you want to talk about to my guests they're like anything i'm like cool 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 oh my
0: goodness i'm sorry if you want to go off on something else. oh no
1: i'm obsessed i added my okay. nicola peltz and brooklyn beckham thing like we're all good
0: <laughs> but... i looked it up i did some research i'm ready to talk <laughs> okay
1: perfect <laughs> so this weekend was the baftas do you watch award shows
0: Yes, avid watcher. I did listen to your podcast where you said you haven't watched a full award (laughs) show since 2015.
1: (laughs) Literally. So I'm so glad that you're here.
0: (laughs) I bought the BBC app because it's like a British media. Yeah. So I like downloaded the BBC app, paid the $1.99 to watch the wild. Yes, I am an award show enthusiast. However, I have yeah. to like caveat, I know that they're like deeply flawed.
1: Yes, 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 yes. yes. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel
0: like I can't like be like love award shows and not be like, but let's hold up because there are definitely uh, issues with them. But I enjoy totally. the experience of a bunch of celebrities being in a room together.
1: Yeah. Was there anyone in particular you were like excited to see? Because you're right, since this is like the British Film Awards it draws a little bit of a different crowd than, like, the ones in L.A.
0: Yes, totally. So, like, I was really excited for After Sun, which is the Paul Maskell movie. Yes. Biggest Paul Maskell fan, the love of my life. Mm -hmm. Uh, Who else was I excited to see? I think it was just, like, me preparing myself for the Oscars. right. You know what I mean? Because everything is pretty much the same. But I think it's going to be a different outcome because the BAFTAs are like historically like five years behind progress wise than like the Oscars.
1: Right. Yeah, I was seeing a lot of articles about that, like all white, like Mm -hmm. nomination categories, winners, like all of that stuff.
0: It was insane. I think there were 46 winners and 44 of them were white, like very bad. Very bad.
1: bad. And that's just not reflective of what the UK's population is. That's gross.
0: It was gross. There were so many good I mean, everything everywhere all at once is a top runner (laughs) of film. Like there's no reason they shouldn't have won more categories. It was insane. But yeah. This like one war movie called All Quiet on the Western Front.
1: Right. Like swept. Swept. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I don't think that's gonna be the Oscars.
1: Right, right. Yeah, because you're right, like we are almost at the Oscars and like, so those are in mid-March and we kind of have more of the puzzle pieces because everyone always, it's kind of like an election where you're like, truly (laughs) (laughs) these people are ahead in the pools. It's like, oh, these people have been like nominated or have won. So it kind of gives us a better prediction of who's going to win at the Oscars. Do you think there's going to be any like crazy upsets or
0: so I think that the most interesting category is lead actress right because I think it's between Michelle Yeoh and Kate Blanchett right Kate Blanchett has worn more so far but I think everyone when mm-hmm. I say everyone majority yeah, yeah, are rooting
1: for, rooting for Michelle, Michelle Yeoh. Yeoh agreed yeah
0: so it'll be interesting to see that. But then, like, that Andrea Riseboro, I don't know if you know about that drama happened.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's yeah. just, like, interesting to see what, what plays out because no one was expecting that.
1: Yeah, yeah. I had one of my podcast friends, Arthur, who hosts Two Sense Critic on a few weeks ago, and he's a big cinephile. And he was telling me, he's like, something's brewing with this. And this was, like, before people had really yeah. started, like talking about it and now it's like completely blown up
0: insane it's so So crazy and you're so right about it being like an election I feel like I have been watching these people campaign now for years
1: yeah yeah I know I know I know I know I'm like I can't believe we're like not done yet I feel like it's been going on for so long
0: (laughs) we all need to just do
1: less yes Speaking of doing less, because I hope she never ever does less in her life. But Ariana DeBose, I
0: loved that oh little <laughs> through line to that conversation. That little transition was amazing. I, I also hope she never does does less.
1: Like, okay, it was. It's just addicting. So people don't know she was the host, right? Of the no. Okay, so she just put on a performance. She
0: just put on the performance of a <laughs> lifetime.
1: <laughs> Amazing. So she did, like, a performance, and it was about, like, women in cinema, right? And it was just, like, okay, if you haven't watched it, like, go watch it. I've watched it 400 times because it's so addicting, and every time I watch it, there's something that I didn't, like, catch <laughs> in the first, like, the first iteration. Oh,
0: my goodness. I've been walking, walking back like, in my house, yeah. repeating the Angela Bassett oh, line. Oh, Angela I think Bassett, <laughs>
1: yes, me too, me too.
0: Once <laughs> you start, you can't stop. <laughs> you
1: really can't, so, like, I don't suggest you start, but it's so funny because apparently she was getting so much flack on, like, Twitter and stuff that she deactivated, but then people, I haven't seen any hate because all the people I follow are obsessed with it. I know.
0: That's my whole thing too. I've been thinking, like, going back and forth between whether I like not agree, but like empathize with her deactivating. Because on the one hand, I'm like, in the beginning, she probably saw the first few tweets trickling in and was like, "This is just going to be a shit show for me. Mm-hmm. Let me bow out before it really like <laughs> gets out." Which, like, respect, protect your peace. Yeah. On the other hand, she should have been changing her Twitter bio that like did the thing she should have been leaning into it like it would have been the perfect opportunity for her to like make stands because that's yes. how you do it
1: yes yes that's how you become like an internet yes. personality is you like double down was exactly. like you strike while the iron's hot
0: <laughs> but I did see that she commented do you know who Evan Roth's cat Ross yes. yes
1: yes yeah so on Instagram he had posted about it and she commented back like love this or something
0: yeah so she must it must have been something she saw on Twitter that was like yeah I'm just gonna bow out
1: yeah and like Twitter is probably more maybe more toxic I don't know but no, um never. yeah but she okay so she put on this like seemingly 10 minute performance and she's like in a pink like jumpsuit there's chairs at one point there's like voguing she's like so out of breath which is so relatable like she's singing she's singing and dancing obviously and she's like literally so out of breath it's just like that's me like that would be me up there like I I can't imagine doing all of the prep that all of these pop stars do for all their performances where they're singing, running, dancing, and, like, holding, like, not holding their breath, but breathing in a way that, like, is not disruptive <laughs> to, like, the audience. Um, but she's walking through the audience. She does, yeah, like, again, a full routine on chairs. And um, she's, like, a Broadway trained performer yes. and it I think people were just saying it was like something that you would see on like drag race or like like a not a home video but like I don't know maybe YouTube it was not Baft.
0: yes so bad, yeah which, yeah by the way like none of the I'm obsessed with the fact that none of the celebrities were having it other than Viola Davis who was yeah. like <laughs> bopping along in the
1: background i know i know (laughs) what
0: an icon she got it she got it like the twitter users got it okay exactly
1: like she was in on she's in on it like exactly yeah it was just it's amazing so if you haven't seen it you should definitely go look the other thing that was like on my okay just wait one thing last thing i want to say about ariana yes No one would care about the BAFTAs before this. Like, no no one cares. So the fact that it has brought so many new eyes to this stodgy, old, steel award show, like, they should be, again, leaning into this. Thanking her. Next year,
0: she should be, like, a red carpet correspondent
1: for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Easy. Anyways. (laughs) So... (laughs) The other thing was Will and Kate were all over my timeline because they attend every year, which, again, makes sense. Kate rewore a dress that she wore to a previous BAFTA, so everyone's always like, sustainable queen, like, love it. But she added, like, a shoulder, like, Detail and then gloves this year, and she was wearing earrings from Zara.
0: Okay, fast fashion queen. (laughs) Yeah,
1: so (laughs) everyone's going
0: from sustainability to (laughs) fast fashion
1: queen. (laughs) I'm like, I think they like cancel each other out, but like, (laughs) yeah. So everyone's like, oh my god, she's wearing like twenty seven dollar earrings. But no, what's so fucking funny is like, I so when I first saw the pictures with no article just pictures I was like zooming in on her earrings I was like these look so cheap and I was like oh my god yes and then I was like okay but like because she's a princess they're obviously real so like it's probably just like the angle or the 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 lighter yeah yeah yeah, (laughs) I'm 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 the cheap one like I can't tell like real jewelry and then I a few like hours later I saw the article that's like their her earrings are from Zara so I was like oh no they do just look like, <laughs> like... <laughs> but so, like... <laughs> what's like the strategy behind the that? strategy here I think it's again her being like trying to be relatable gotcha like okay. I'm an everyday girl I also wear Zara I also re-wear outfits like
0: and how do we feel
1: about that like okay I think it's just like a a transparent PR move so like I I'm just like okay whatever um like I don't know it's not it doesn't take away from like their family or their institution or how much money they have so I'm just like doesn't
0: what am I gonna what am I supposed to take away from this I think it's my question like yeah reward dress to me that is enough because I'm like, totally. You did the damn thing. Like, I know that you have jewels at home. Why don't you just stick a pair of them on? You I know. Just bought, <laughs> you just, you just bought something. Like, sustainability now is down.
1: One hundred percent. And like, that's the thing is like, it's probably better to just rewear something in your. Or like right. the Queen's, like, you know, collection. <laughs> yeah. Versus... Maybe source
0: something, purchase the yeah. real reel, you know. Yeah, <laughs> Whatever you yeah. want to do.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you imagine? She's like, these are actually from the real reel. <laughs> 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 <Like>, they're rented. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know, but I'd love
0: to hear about this type of thing because I do it is interesting. I saw Kate Blanchett also rewear. A previous oh, dress. a
1: dress. That's interesting. I love that. I like the re-wearing of dresses, and then how they like kind of like either tailor them different or alter yes. or just style them different. Like, yeah I always loved the "who wore it better" sections in magazines. Not for like who actually wore it better, but who not like, for the competitive. It. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like not like is skinniest in this dress yes. or whatever, but it's like who styled it like what shoes like made it look better like whatever yeah. so uh yeah I like that aspect but it's also I don't know interesting. what
0: the takeaway is <laughs> oh no, no, no. yeah I feel like it's also interesting from the perspective of um uh, these celebrities are keeping their dresses question mark like you know you think about that Kim Kardashian episode or the keeping up with Kardashians episode yes. where Kim has that like not everyone has that. So, like, how do the yes. celebrities decide which dresses they're keeping and which ones they're getting rid of?
1: Yeah. I feel like, yeah, like, people like Kate and Kim at their level, I'm sure they all have archival. sure. Because, like, especially Kate, it's, like, because yeah, she – Yeah, Kate will have – yeah. Yeah, because it's, like, Everything. it's actually <laughs> historic. Like what, like, like, what she's wearing could be in museums yeah. in the future. But I feel like the people at Kim's level – yeah, have archival like storage rooms.
0: But Tim also like just thinks ahead like that, like thinking about like, chats. Like I'm like, girl, right,
1: to right. This
0: long, that's so interesting.
1: That's true. I did watch an episode of The Home Edit on Netflix with Reese Witherspoon, yeah. And she got the girls to redo one of their closet, one of her closets, and she had a lot of stuff from movies and red carpets and stuff. So maybe it's more common because than we think because like yeah. also just think about the space like I got rid of I get rid of so much stuff every year because I don't have the space to keep it like yeah. I live in 400 square feet so
0: yes, <laughs> like... <laughs> yes. I know exciting. I'm like in my apartment and I'm like how do these celebrities most millionaires <laughs> yes,
1: keep yeah. all of their things <laughs> yeah but you're right though like I don't know if all of them have the like acumen that like Kim yeah. has per se for like oh I might wear this but I think in terms of storage they I don't know they maybe just it. do it yeah <laughs> it's so interesting it is really interesting like what I would give to go through Kim's storage unit and like did you watch and just like that
0: I did not
1: <laughs> that's i but I'm um, sorry <laughs> the Sex in the City uh I guess wardrobe department or whatever also archived all of the show's stuff. And so in and just like that, they took a lot of like like an accessory or a dress or a shirt or whatever that their characters wore in the first series and like again styled them differently or like put them in like as a prop in their house or like stuff like that. So it is yeah, it's super cool. Love that. There was also like a butt pat and then we should really move on. But there was like Uh, that Kate like patted Will's butt as they were like walking down the red carpet that went viral at least again on my for you page and people are like is it like planned was it I was like literally she like probably was grabbing his hand and like missed (laughs) like it's not that serious but I, I, I engage the- in that anyways. <laughs>
0: okay. I'm gonna engage in it for a minute. I usually okay. do but you know, since we're putting the pieces together, yeah the Zara earrings, yes, the reworn dress, yeah, we're we're being relatable. And what's yes. more relatable than a butt pat from your significant other?
1: You're right. That's so true. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, if we're looking at it through the perspective of like everything being PR, which as someone in marketing, I just can't. I just can't think of it like that or else I can't have fun with it.
1: Yeah. I would just like to
0: think that these celebrities can have, like, interactions that are not...
1: So planned, yeah, Yeah, totally. But you're right, like, if you put all, like, maybe the dress alone doesn't make sense, but then if you put all three of those things together, it kind of does seem like relatability pitch.
0: Which is what... And not to – I don't want to open this can of worms, but yeah. it's what Harry and Meghan were doing too, right?
1: Oh, yeah. Like, 100% that that – I think that that's why so many people gravitated to Harry and Meghan and that they're starting to try to emulate. Right. Because they were just, again, so, like, natural and, like, effusive and stuff. Yeah. And would hold hands even when not appropriate and, like – right. Stuff like that. So maybe Kate and Will are taking a note from their playbook.
0: Okay, they are brothers, right?
1: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's move on to Emma Chamberlain. Are you a big Emma Chamberlain fan?
0: Okay. Yes, and yeah, I feel like I'm (laughs) like, like, not me using that phrase. (laughs) I am a fan. Yeah, but I think I like just. The perspective of her career, even more so than her. Not that I dislike. I love her. But I yeah. think her career is the most interesting part about it's her.
1: Absolutely. 100%. She. So I've been following her. I wasn't like an early day YouTube like watcher of her content specifically. Yeah. But I feel like I followed her when she had like maybe a million or two yeah. followers. Which again, doesn't seem really early but like now she has 8 million this would have been yeah, like several years ago. like years ago like maybe 2017 2018 yeah and you're right her career is so interesting so she has parlayed pretty random youtube career like she didn't really have a niche she would do makeup tutorials she would do baking videos she would do um like kind of not skits but kind of like activities or like trips to the dollar store to target yeah. or like uh those types of videos so like super random she didn't really have a niche <laughs> she still did well yeah. uh, and again she's just kind of parlayed her career into like a pretty a-list I wouldn't even call it, well she's not a movie star she's not a tv star just like celebrity
0: that's my favorite thing that's my yeah that's my favorite part about her I think yeah. it's so interesting to think about it I think she's the only person who's successfully crossed over from YouTube to influence her without trying to get her hands into a bigger entertainment space. So like Bo Burnham made a movie, made a Netflix special, like did this, did that. L- Liza Koshy like yeah was in movies. And I feel like it's so cool to see Emma. I think she spent so much time laying the foundation of her brand of just like being quote unquote relatable loving coffee being like loving editing chilling at home like so everything that she does now makes so much sense and I love that she's not trying to do anything else
1: yeah same here it's kind of refreshing it's super refreshing and it just doesn't seem desperate like Addison Rae's career or like Charlie and Dixie D'Amelio where it's like those girls said yes to everything like Dixie on like that YouTube series in the hospital that I watched fully and like their social tourist, like, like merch line. That's like, so like, just, I don't know. Addison Ray's like really bad movie remake. Like, it's just, I feel like, Emma has had the privilege of, like, only, like, continuing to do, like, cool girl things.
0: Absolutely. And I feel like it's interesting because I think it's the difference between having your parents involved in a bad way, actually. Because it feels like with the Charlie and Addison of it all, Char, I watched the D'Amelio show. Me too. And, yeah. And Charlie's dad, I I have such empathy for those sisters because it feels like their dad is putting so much pressure on them to, like, quote-unquote take advantage of the opportunity that they've been given and they just are balls of anxiety
1: 100%. because of it
0: and they totally I mean feels like they're just like well I have to take this opportunity because I've been given this platform so let me like make an album that I yes. don't care about like yes like, <laughs> let let like it... but no you yes.
1: do, do this yeah I and know I like, new
0: to death. yeah exactly yeah like, I have so much empathy for them because I just feel like they're being pushed by like people their family and then the internet hates them for it and I'm like oh goodness like just chill out like build your brand I mean Emma had years where she just like didn't do that many brand deals if she did they were just like those lo-fi like shampoo brand deals Mm -hmm. you know nothing Mm -hmm. that stuck with you
1: Yeah. And put time into it. Totally. Totally. And she took breaks when she needed it. I think that's like another thing is like, especially like you and I are content creators, obviously not to the scale as like Emma Chamberlain, but like she really, you can get burnt out from. Oh my goodness. Like whatever you're doing. And every single time she would get burnt out, like she would take a break or like, like she hasn't posted on YouTube in such a long time. She did like a few videos last year but other than that like really minimal posting and stuff and like she's like when i'm inspired i'll make something and when i'm not i'm not and then it's like and she admitted when she was like when i was posting bad content it was because i was just yeah doing it to post regularly and stuff like that and i just love that mindset i need to take that advice myself but it's Same. just like it's so refreshing. And so it's like the antithesis of everyone else in the industry.
0: Exactly. And then whenever she does put out content, she put out a vlog a few days ago. That was like, oh, my
1: God. To... Oh, yes, yes, yes. I saw so <laughs> yeah.
0: cute. And like, I know she Put so much time and work into it. I literally and this is not confirmed. I might be lying. But I think that she got someone to score her YouTube video because she could not get that music like for free or like without it being you know you you get youtube slashes for like
1: copyrighted
0: i guarantee you she could not find the music that she put in her video like i think that she actually is i mean i think that she took that trip in august and she literally posted it last week so it's been months i think she was just like let me have fun editing this literally scoring it or whatever she did with it yeah and then the content is amazing
1: I know and it's so creative and so different from what she used to do and that's why yeah. I'm like you actually are a talented like you are something really special and stuff because uh, yeah she's just obviously so creative like it's so different from like her early day um, YouTube content.
0: For sure yeah yeah it's so interesting to see.
1: And she directed or like produced or whatever the word is, role model, who's her like boyfriend of three years, his latest music video. So yes. again, like really, like this is obviously something that she's really passionate about instead of just like most YouTubers where I'm like, I feel like you're just blogging because it's uh, like to get famous.
0: Yeah, so absolutely. And I think I made a video about this a while ago, but I think that Emma Chamberlain like laid down the foundation at the perfect time, too. It was like, what, 2015, 16, 17-ish yeah. when she started YouTube, maybe a little yeah. bit before, where she could post and then whenever she blew up, she was still able to do that thing where she was like, I was posting and did not expect to blow up. Whereas in 2023, I'm sorry, but you cannot do that thing. I can't believe, like, I I was getting views. Like, you just cannot do that anymore. (laughs) That's so
1: true. It's kind of like the girls that go on The Bachelor and they're like, I'm here to find love. It's like, no, you're not. (laughs) I'm so sorry. (laughs) Yeah, you can't say that anymore in 2023. That's such a good point. Yeah, and, like, she's also not without controversy, too. Like, she's definitely, like had some blunders and stuff, but like I just really think her career is interesting. Um, and yeah, we we talked about all the reasons why we think that she transitioned so well. Are you a coffee drinker? Like have you tried Chamberlain Coffee? I'm not because I'm a Nespresso user. Okay. No. So <laughs> I <can't, it's> like <laughs> same. But <laughs> but I bought my Nespresso because of Emma. Oh, <gasps> oh my god when she was an espresso yes. user which is like so fucking cringe i literally started drinking coffee because all my listeners are like shut the fuck up we know but like i literally started drinking coffee age like 27 or like 26 because yeah. of emma i went all through college never drinking coffee but i'm so obsessed with her that I started i'm I so glad that coffee. you said that
0: because one time <laughs> i said that in a tiktok i was like she yeah. literally started the trend of drinking coffee and the way, I got annihilated. the way I got annihilated in the comments, they were like, you think Emma Chamberlain started the drinking
1: coffee? I was like, you're oh like, it's God. fucking nuance. Like, like exactly. <laughs> that is so funny. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely think she, Um, you're right. Like, I, obviously she didn't start the trend of getting coffee, but I definitely think she started the trend of incorporating, like, making a nice coffee in the morning into your like self-care morning routine and I also think she started the trend or maybe not again maybe not started but popularized the trend of like oh you've got nothing going on or you're sad or you need a break go walk and get a coffee
0: exactly I I agree I would never, ever, ever said anyone would start a trend anymore. Ever, literally. But I do think that she helped
1: popularize it for sure. Yes, totally. Did you watch her uh, GQ yes interview yes. with role model? Of course. They're so cute. Cause like I didn't. I don't know role model. I don't know his music. Me the only thing I had heard of him was like that song he wrote for Emma that she's in the music yes. video for, and I was like. It's kind of weird, and, like, I loved (laughs) the, like, people mimicking it, so I was, like, yeah, kind of weird, and then I was, like, I'm obsessed with you both. You are so cute, and um, it really hearkened back to the Kylie and Travis GQ interview. I thought the same thing. Yeah, like, five years ago when he couldn't name her fucking dogs. (laughs)
0: Stop. (laughs) Oh my goodness, the way that that's the exact same thing that I've... You can't think of any GQ couple quiz without thinking about Kylie and Travis's.
1: I know, I know. Which is like, when he was like, Norman and like, lady. And she's like, you got one. (laughs) I'm like, you guys have a child together.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It was very cute, the GQ interview. I think that it was like the first time... I was able to, like, get it. Not that I was judging before, but I just was like, I do not know this man. Yes, uh. yeah. And I was
1: like, no one's good enough to date Emma.
0: <laughs> but they're so similar. It seems yeah. like they have such a similar vibe. I-, I work at, like, a digital advertising agency, and I was thinking, like, everyone over the age of, like, 45, if they need to, like, advertise to a Gen ear, should have to watch that specific video of 100%. them interacting. It's yeah. such a... Gen Z interaction.
1: It was. It was just (laughs) so cute. I loved when he was like, one of the questions was like, Where does Emma spend most time in her home? And he's like, Probably her bed. And then she's like, No, it's my desk. And then she's like, Outside of my desk, it's probably my bed. And it was just so cute and relatable. And yeah. I
0: think my favorite part was whenever he was like explaining her podcast and Mm -hmm. he was like, You know, your work, your podcast. Not that it feels like work. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) yeah, He made sure that he, like, (laughs) plugged something for the viewers. I thought that was so cute. It was so
1: cute. Okay, let's talk about, like, okay, I feel like Emma, effortless, chic, like, cool girl. Absolutely. The opposite. (laughs) Like, Brooklyn Beckham, like, so try-hard, new money, tacky like just (laughs) so embarrassing they've been trying to I feel like make their relationship and just like their celebrity work and it just they have all the tools but they just can't seem to you know get it right Mm -hmm. but there's all this drama that has come out of their wedding because their ex-wedding planners are suing the family for damages and her dad is counter-suing over a hundred and fifty nine thousand dollar deposit that was allegedly never returned so there's like so much info coming out about this wedding and how much of a disaster it was to plan there was a wedding planner that was hired who stepped down 11 months to their wedding it seems like a far like you're like oh 11 months that's like a year but for a wedding of this scale it was 500 guests and like of this I don't know just like hoopla that is really close to the wedding so then they were replaced once and then they were only I guess they only had rehired someone six weeks out to their wedding what and then yeah so that's the part that I like was confused unless there was another wedding planner in between which would make wedding planners I'm like that's ridiculous they were let go after nine days and then they finally hired the last person who like you know took it home it out. <laughs> stuck it out the nine days oh no it was a three million dollar wedding it was in April 2022 it was covered all over British vote yes. which is like where I first saw it and the only rumors at the time when this came out was that Nicola and Victoria didn't get along. She didn't wear anything by, like, Nicola's collection right. and stuff like that. But now all of this shit is coming out. And, like, it seems like the Pelts family is a nightmare.
0: Yeah, it's so interesting because I read the text. And I yes, like yes! T- <laughs> I, re- yeah. I read the text, and I feel like they yeah. could be taken two ways. You know, it's, like, one mm-hmm. of those things where... I don't think that it's a big deal that they were trying to keep it from Mrs. Spice. Yes. That, like, there are things going on behind the scenes. Like, I, too, would want to hide from the Spice if, like, there was drama going on behind the scenes.
1: Okay, that's a really good point. So a lot of it they were like, don't tell Victoria anything. (laughs) I,
0: too, would not want to tell the Queen herself that, like, it was, like, wedding, like, I would just want it to come across as, like, elegant and put together. and Yeah. You know. but <laughs> That's I fair. thinking, on the other hand, like, you should be comfortable enough with your mother-in-law to, like, be open and honest. Like, I think I see both sides to that part of it.
1: Totally. And yeah. I also
0: wonder, like, was it Nicola that was the issue or was it her mom?
1: mom, Claudia. That's a good question because she also wanted to hide the cost of the wedding from her husband, Nelson.
0: Yeah. It seems like Claudia was like really like taking the reins here.
1: <laughs> She's like, this is the event of the century. Yeah. And people, like, people, Claudia and Nicola were like, this is gonna like make or break Nicola's career. So, like, we gotta put on like that's a show. also
0: why I was like, almost seems like Claudia is the problem.
1: Right, right. This was like the dark sided part because so she was trying to also get the wedding vendors. Which, if you've never been married, I learned this again, not from my own wedding or anything, but from like friends getting married. Wedding vendors are like, and people are probably like, fucking duh. But like, it's like the hair and makeup, the caterers, the like flowers and stuff like that. So she was trying to get most of the wedding vendors to lie and keep all of this from her husband which like it's very yes yes and it feels like it's very like real housewives like don't tell my husband that we spent over 100k on hair and makeup
0: (laughs) but he is a billionaire right
1: i know i was like a that's chump change for him the wedding (laughs) was was 3 million but he's a billionaire um but the sad part and like hopefully she's doing well like kind of want to do a wellness check she told the vendors that he would kill her and be so mad if he found out the price. And I was like, y'all, that's a red flag. Like, that is dark sided. Like, don't There's take that some- lightly. Like, yeah. There's
0: something odd going on with the parents of it all.
1: Yeah. For that's sure. what I'm concerned
0: about more so. Like, Brooklyn and Nicola, I'm just like, you know, let two flops be flops every once in <laughs> a while, you know? Like,. <laughs> i kind of like whenever they're like i see a video of them and they're just being like nothing on a platter i'm like you know what just someone has to to be
1: like (laughs) we can't all be emma chamberlain like (laughs) yeah no i get that um but it's also just funny how they were trying to again keep this from yeah nelson the dad and from victoria beckham and it blew up anyways and it's all over the tabloids and now we all read it, have and, you
0: know? seen the text <laughs>
1: <laughs> like now we've seen way more information than we ever needed we to know we should know less about each other 100 <laughs> percent. so yeah the texts are really funny so if you haven't seen those you should go look at them like nicola talking about like if um Lewis Hamilton like is gonna RSVP and like just I don't know just the Megan of it saw. all
0: right like yeah. Megan and Harry yeah. she was like Megan who yeah.
1: <laughs> that
0: that was another red flag for Mom Claudia that's when I was like <laughs> she is just inviting anyone
1: yes yeah like Megan and Harry like declined but yeah like Gordon Ramsay like, there was some Eva Longoria there was some of like. You know, where you're like, oh, you're kind of more Victoria's friends than, like, friends of the bride and groom.
0: Yeah. Have we ever found out, like, anything more about the Nicola and Victoria of it all?
1: I don't think why. I don't think we have ever found out why they were feuding. But I definitely think that there are pieces of, like, or, like, signs that say that they were. Like, I definitely think that that's true. Yeah. I think she would have worn her. Yeah, wedding. I agree. Even if it wasn't the wedding dress, I definitely think, like, she had, like, a week worth of, like, celebrations. Yes, like, of course. you have the rehearsal dinner, engagement parties, like, I definitely think it would have been, uh, yeah, featured there for sure. You know what
0: the funny part about that is, is we're always, like, looking at, like, Nicola and Victoria, and I wonder if it's, like, randomly – Excuse me, what is her husband's name? <laughs> <It's>, David? <laughs> no, 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 oh, no, no. <laughs> Nelson? <laughs> no. <laughs> Brooklyn? Brooklyn! <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, this man has no hold in my mind whatsoever. Fuck
1: same, I know, <laughs> um,
0: I know. What if it's, like, Brooklyn and Victoria, like, beefing?
1: Okay, I low-key kind of thought that, but then I was like, the family seemed so close, like, all of their kids, the I little know. girl, but then, like... That could be true because he, I think, moved to the States and then he got a big pelts tattoo. Like, and then he, you know, changed his Instagram to like Brooklyn Pelts. Yeah. So maybe she's like, this is annoying. (laughs) Like, like, this girl's taking away like my son. They're so young. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Things move fast. Totally. Totally. Okay. Let's talk about. Uh, Gen Z okay so you wanted to talk about Gen Z performers this was really interesting to me because I definitely agree that there's a lot of young performers that don't market themselves the same as like older millennial performers or engage on social media like, yeah. like just even thinking about like Rihanna over like over the last couple years uh why do you think that is oh my goodness so I was thinking about
0: this the other day because I was like I miss Olivia Rodrigo she was everywhere and then she was nowhere like yeah after her tour silence yeah last year I was like this is so amazing like we get a break from her in the sense of like I feel like nowadays because of social media of course like Whenever a new artist comes onto the spot, like everyone obsesses over them for like two to three months and then this shift happens where then everyone's like, wait, actually they're not talented, they're annoying, and I hate yes, them. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I feel like that like what's the word? Like acceptability or like just the timeline that people like a celebrity is much like very much condensed nowadays. So it's, like, you have to get everything that you want in, like, one news cycle.
1: Yes, yeah. Like,
0: truly, which is yeah. so interesting. I mean, even thinking about Lil Nas X, mm-hmm. he is he is so smart at this. Like, he whenever is. you think about, like, his devil shoe and mm-hmm. all of the crazy things, like, his, like, Twitter stuff, whatever. Mm-hmm. It was, like, two months. And then he was gone. And we yep. have literally not heard from him since.
1: Truly. It's such a good point because you open yourself up for so much criticism when you are, you know, a girly like Taylor Swift or I don't even know other examples at this point, but like it's such a good point. But then on the other hand, and maybe again, they just don't care about this. Mm -hmm. Like I haven't played Olivia Rodrigo's album in such a long time just because i like literally forgot it. What are you it?
0: supposed to do? Like listen to the same ten songs? Like yeah, one yeah. Million? That's the that's yeah. the other thing. I think that there are downsides to it. And it's interesting, specifically coming from Olivia, because she has again, like, I think it's like a ten or twelve song album and no mm. other music. So it's like, what am I supposed to hold on to? To like miss you, other than those 10 12 songs,
1: the High School Musical, the Musical, the <laughs> right. soundtrack. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: so sorry, I forgot about that. Yeah, no, <laughs> no but it's just so interesting, and like, and whenever that was all happening, I was seeing daily paparazzi pictures of her. She had like the cutest little vintage yep. sweaters on every day. Like, I was obsessing over her style, and again, like, she does not get paparazzied. Like, yeah. I think I've seen like five paparazzi shots of her in the past like two months, which is crazy. Like, good. Yeah. Like, yeah. Good, probably
1: good for her, but maybe not good for business. It is interesting because, again, it like maybe she decided to cool a little bit because some of the tides were like turning on yeah. her. Like, she was like the sweetheart and then dating an older guy thing happened, which I'm yeah. like, that's not the girl's fault, though. <laughs> it's like the predator man. <laughs> it's literally, literally not her fault. Yeah. <laughs> and then the like lyrics being credited yeah. to other artists thing happened happened and which people... is just
0: like a lack of music education from us 100%. like i listened to a full like podcast about that and i was like man i cannot believe we are getting mad at this and it was also like a failure on her team's part
1: because... exactly it's not her submitting this to the fucking <laughs> like copyright people right so interesting yeah. because like if you think about it if
0: I were to go and make a song if I were like tasked <laughs> the yeah. most untalented musically untalented person <laughs> if I was like tasked with making a song I would definitely accidentally steal the tune of another song like <laughs>
1: of course of course it's just
0: one of those things where it's like I feel like she should have been set up better totally
1: yeah yeah I completely agree and then the other things that she was kind of getting in trouble for mm. was the small concert venues and so then a lot of fans weren't getting tickets i was like again that's not her specifically she yeah. was like 17 at the time she just turned 20 yeah so it's like she's probably not making these decisions it's her no. team
0: i promise you she's not making these decisions
1: yeah. and then like the other thing was like some of like her merch problems i'm like again She's not fucking printing right. the t-shirts herself. Like yeah. if there's a mistake, it's these large companies and her yeah. many, many like people on her payroll. So
0: now I know yeah. that she does have new management.
1: Yes, I did hear that too, which is really interesting. Yeah, she yeah. is managed
0: by this girl named Aline Kashishana, I think. Mm-hmm. She manages like Paul Red, Selena Gomez.
1: Oh, nice
0: jennifer aniston mark ruffalo like that's good a lot of high profile people so i think that i'm hoping that they have a handle on her for next rollout so you know good and smart and whatever Uh, but yeah i just find it so interesting i feel like we have so much more access even still to these like older millennial artists like the harry styles of it all mm -hmm. man you can't look without seeing him (laughs) Taylor Swift even though like she goes in eras I feel like there are always easter eggs being laid somewhere you know what I mean she's always in the conversation
1: yeah she's always in like a headline for sure same with like the Kardashians I know they're not pop stars but
0: in the conversation
1: yeah not take breaks (laughs) yeah exactly like so I think we talked about overexposure or like just being around enough to, like, fall into a scandal, whether it's your fault or someone else's fault. The other thing I was thinking is, like, maybe, and this is probably naive, but, like, we have seen, like, Justin Bieber and other pop stars, like, just absolutely not being able to Mm -hmm. handle the pressures, touring and making consistent music, and I wonder if it's also possible that people are just like hey if you want longevity in your career Mm -hmm. you have to like you can't be like on the gas pedal yeah the whole time
0: no i don't think that's naive at all especially with knowing her manager because she does manage selena and the struggles that selena has gone through i just can't imagine them not looking at it through that lens
1: yeah totally totally yeah I was yeah even thinking about Ariana like it was kind of like the same with her like she just disappeared in the last year or two because of again it was just like nonstop. that's, that's an interesting yeah. case study of like yeah
0: nonstop. but yeah it seems like the break has been like so good
1: yeah yeah I saw she was posting today so yeah okay let's move on to Pettyweight Champion of the Week this is the part of the show where our guest nominates a Pettyweight Champion of the Week someone in the media who did something petty and it was iconic who are you nominating this week and you wanna you were like I'm not a petty bitch <laughs> you're the first person that's ever I'm said this so week. sorry you're like let's actually do the opposite and I I, I said that annoying it wasn't annoying at all but you're like let's do the op and I was like what do you mean like someone nice like <laughs> I was like okay
0: (laughs) let's do it okay I could not think of anyone that was being petty other than Brian Cox and what's his co-star's name Jeremy Strong from Succession and I was like this is just not interesting (laughs) enough for me to talk about
1: yes Um, yeah no I appreciate that
0: (laughs) and I wanted to talk about this anyway because it just happened this afternoon so that was my frantic email
1: Yes. I want to talk
0: about <laughs> Selena Gomez's TikTok and Instagram stories about Bella Hadid. Yeah. Should we lay down the situation?
1: Yes, because I also think it is maybe a little petty, but we'll get into that. So do you want to explain what happened? Yes. Okay.
0: So on TikTok, there are filters. There's a Bella Hadid filter. Mm. Selena put on the Bella Hadid face or er, filter and did the sound of Bella being like, Hi, my name is... hadid and this is a trend on tiktok where people like look at themselves when they look quote unquote like skinny or like feeling snatched or Mm. etc etc and then selena posted another story without any filter and was like this is me without the filter accidentally over laminated my brows that's why i look crazy and then posed and was like my name my name is selena gomez and was like she, she was like, I couldn't even pull that off. Like, so crazy, whatever. And then she posted another Instagram story with a very nice photo of Bella Hadid from like a Vogue spread or something and was like, hashtag girl crush. Yeah. I thought it was so funny. It's uh, wild.
1: Like, I feel like it was like a normal person. Like, I feel like you're just like shit posting. All
0: of the comments <laughs> on the TikTok were like, why do I feel like I'm on Selena Gomez's private story right now? Like, do that's you think true.
1: she accidentally <laughs> posted?
0: And then she had to double down and like post it on her Instagram. <laughs> She's like, fuck, I'm gonna have to lean into this. Yeah. You no, know, like this is the thing about Selena though, is I would say like once every four months you get the most random yes. shit that you like really see her personality because one thing about Selena, she does have a very like dry, silly like sense of humor, mm-hmm. which I feel like we don't expect from like A plus list celebrities. So it's just like shocking every time.
1: Totally. Yeah, because we would expect this type of shit posting from like a D lister, but <laughs> yeah. when we're like, oh, when it's Selena Gomez, like
0: this well, ends, is wild. The able of love it all.
1: Yes. Okay. So this is why I'm like, hey, was this actually petty? Because as everyone knows, Selena dated the weekend two months after he broke up with Bella Hadid and they like unfollowed each other on Instagram. Yes.
0: I maybe I'm biased I just really don't think it is I think what it is to be honest is Selena is like rediscovering social media Mm -hmm. because as if everyone doesn't know she was off of it for like five six years yeah Yeah. in the past like four or five months she has the passwords to her Instagram and TikTok again and girl I follow Selena Gomez updates account she is following Mm -hmm. like fan accounts left and right I think last night I saw that she posted or she followed like two Florence Pugh fan accounts on TikTok. She's like so... Cool. Gomez is having
1: fun. No, exactly. Yeah.
0: Selena Gomez is having fun. I truly think that she's just, like, seeing celebrities online for the first time Yeah, in such a long time. Basically, since she was, like, a very young adult.
1: Yeah, totally, totally. Yeah. And, like, the internet has also just changed so much in, like, the past five years.
0: Right. So maybe... Well, that's a good point, too, because it's like if she would have posted that in 2014, I don't think people would have really batted an eye because everyone was shit posting.
1: And it would have been like on Snapchat, and the yeah. Bella Fiddy <laughs> filter would be a dog ear filter. Like, yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I think, like, yeah, so you're right. I do agree that I think she's rediscovering the internet and, like, I think also, I don't know if this is true or not, but there was rumors that Selena and The Weeknd were PR because um, they sure. were both like really like needing, you know, PR relationship in yeah. in the period that they had dated. Yeah. Um, again, unsure if that's true or not. So like I feel like sometimes kind of like Taylor and Harry Styles, um, when you're out of a PR relationship, you don't like think – you're not beefing with that person (laughs) yeah because you know that it was fake so it's like with the bella hadid stuff i feel like she would just post this because it's like well we have no beef because we didn't actually date like
0: or even if they did date like think about it they dated for what like six eight months versus bella who had like her first serious relationship with yeah Who was selena to be like i don't like this girl who seriously dated my ex who i dated very casually
1: yeah Totally. totally yeah i will say her using the the filter and being like i like girl crush she didn't say i wish i looked like that but i feel like that's like the implicit message and i was like no you like bella is like i feel like the poster child of like buccal fat removal not that she even had got that but it's just like that's what people are emulating and you have these like round cheeks which are like justice for round cheek girlies of course we both have them i know to <laughs> say like there's two right here and so when she was putting that and when i don't know when she was like trying to emulate bella Deed, i was like no like you're so beautiful like yeah. don't yeah like everyone's yeah, that- trying to look like you
0: <laughs> yeah that's an interesting conversation just coming off of her going on tiktok live did you see that
1: yes oh my god yes yeah
0: like literally apologizing for being on life-saving medication
1: yes yeah yeah Yeah, because she has lupus obviously and like other autoimmune things and i relate to that so hard like i was just on a month of Prendazone, which is an anti-inflammatory drug which she is probably on or something very similar and like i'm feeling the exact same way that she's feeling and like just for i could not imagine people like commenting on my posts like about the literally like, and stuff. what happened to her face I know I know people are so gross and like the way that she explained it like where why it's like on and off and stuff it was just like that makes so much sense and why do people feel the need to say anything so. she shouldn't even have to justify it I know I know 100 percent Okay. And finally, it's time for This Week in Petty, where Hannah is going to share a story about something that happened to her in her real life that she's petty about. What are you petty about this week?
0: Okay. It's pop culture themed, of course. And yes. I'm going to be telling a work story. So oh, spicy. listen, something about my job is we are in like a bunch of Slack channels. If you know, you know, the Slack <laughs> yeah, life yeah. is real. Yeah. But my company does things where they try to have like Slack channels for special interests. So there's like a movie channel. Now I did not realize that I would feel so protective over Olivia Wilde. Which, <laughs> oh, okay. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> okay, I feel like I have to like make my point of view known now. Yes. You Don't do. worry, darling. <laughs> it was a lot. Yeah. But Olivia Wilde of it, of it, was a lot. Mm-hmm. I feel so. I know this is, like, a lukewarm take, but I just feel so neutral about Olivia because I feel like she made mistakes, but I just don't think that she was, like, purposefully intending to, like, be a villain. Right. You know what I mean? So that's kind of, I guess, my take. I enjoyed Don't Worry, Darling. I thought it was entertaining. I don't think that it was, like, Oscar-worthy, but I had fun watching it. Florence Pugh, Harry Styles, how could you be bored?
1: Yeah, and not every (laughs) movie has to be oscar-worthy you know, oscar-worthy yeah exactly 100
0: percent. so someone made a comment about like watching it for the first time and they were like i wanted to wait to watch it until the drama died down so i could like watch it objectively so fair i was like claps for you honestly yeah that's smart then a man in the comments <laughs> how dare he <laughs> how dare he was just giving his opinion and was like unnecessary yeah exactly <laughs> why why did he comment in this open slack channel where you're supposed to give your
1: opinion yeah <laughs> not for him
0: <laughs> he was just like shitting on the movie and was like this is like um like, it wasn't Wolf of Wall Street, but, like, let's use it. Yeah. No, but he literally was, like, this is, like, Wolf of Wall Street for women. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, she thinks, like, Olivia Wilde really thought that she was doing something with this. Like, mm-hmm. the acting was bad. The cinematography cinema was bad. The directing was bad. This was bad. That was bad. And I was, like, okay, first of all, now I can't take you seriously because the act, like, Florence Pugh was not
1: bad. Yeah, totally. And, like, like the other people who was, Chris Pine? no. Yeah, yeah. Was it was just fine, right? Yeah, there's really talented act. Like maybe Harry wasn't the best, but like, sure. but yeah, you can't discredit everyone else.
0: Exactly. And then people are coming back and forth, and he was like, "Well, I couldn't even like take the movie seriously because of Olivia putting herself in this position. Like, if she needed like PR for this movie so badly, then like, blah 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 blah." And I was like, "Why do you think?" I'm sorry. Olivia Wilde was quite literally the only person out of that drama that came out looking bad. (laughs) Why would she make it up? Like why would she contrive this PR that only turns out having her look bad? Totally. Was just like, I, and so I had to just like be a menace and I was like, I enjoyed the movie. Now I (laughs) wouldn't, I would have never said that if like these conversations didn't happen, but I was just like, can't get away with this you can't like get away with just being negative for no reason I'm just giving the worst take ever that's so uh, funny and he was like you're allowed to have your opinion
1: like,
0: thank you man <laughs> for telling me I'm allowed to have my opinion
1: <laughs> that's so funny do you regularly post in those channels because I feel like I'm not on slack like my office doesn't have slack we do we're on teams but we don't mm. have like it's not a social Platform, but like, do you regularly post? I would ghost so hard.
0: So I ghost in like the quote unquote important channels. <laughs> 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 the work ones? Yeah. Yeah, like the work channels. And don't <laughs> participate. The fun yeah. ones, I do. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> it's like yeah. a digital, like social agency that I work at. So right. like, you're so you encouraged to have like, okay. these like cultural conversations. So. Okay,
1: right, right, right. Yeah. Okay. okay. Love that. Yeah. Okay. I just like it's sometimes it's so funny listening to people that like are in this like hustle bustle New York job, and I'm like, yeah, I live on an island. We like we like we would just we would never chit
0: chatting about. Don't worry, darling.
1: Not always. Not that it, that stuff doesn't come up, but yeah. like it's just the like even even just the Slack channels of it all. Like we yeah. just. I don't know. We would never be so modern or like so engaged,
0: I guess. I do I love Slack. I got to say, it's probably my favorite platform. It's very easy to stalk people. I am nosy. Oh, Slack. you can stalk people on Slack? You can see when people are typing. Oh, see yeah. see people are reacting to. You can see when people are online. If they're not online, sometimes they'll put like what they're doing while they're away.
1: Oh, love that.
0: Love it. I yeah. love to
1: see that you're taking your dog for a walk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's amazing uh I love that just I like uh when people defend <laughs> like when it's no like, it's so crazy it, it hits my a pulse opinion- point or whatever yeah exactly. my opinion was
0: not even that strong but it was just the tone at which he was coming <laughs> at and I was like you know
1: what no <laughs> you're like yeah let's fucking go <laughs> you're like today's not the day no it really wasn't easy Okay, Hannah, this was super fun. Can you tell the listeners where they can find you and anything else you want to plug?
0: Yes. So on TikTok, I am at Hannah Zuck Pop. And on Instagram, I'm just Hannah Zuck. So that's it. That's all I have to plug. I really appreciate
1: you having me on. Yeah, thanks for coming on. You're welcome back anytime. Thank you and there you have it thank you so much for listening and thank you to hannah for joining me on today's episode if you enjoyed the episode the best thing you can do for the show is head on over to apple podcasts if you're not already there and leave a rating and review you can also leave a voicemail i feel like we should bring voicemails back (laughs) speakpipe.com ready to be petty if you have any questions or comments that you want included in the next episode it can be about anything truly and if you want more content if you're not done hearing this i was gonna say lovely voice but like (laughs) this voice you can join us on patreon patreon.com rtbp podcast okay everybody i hope you are safe and healthy out there as always i'm your host tori and i am ready to be petty see you soon Bye.